Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. I create content here on Feed That Nation all about college life, college health, and college wellness with the goal of helping you, my fellow college students, to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your student journey. I upload podcast episodes right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms every Wednesday, and I upload vlogs or YouTube videos on Saturdays. Don't forget to go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation and go check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. Also, don't forget to go check out my affiliate partner, Coconut Whisk. Coconut Whisk is a vegan, gluten-free, allergy-friendly baking mix company based right here in the Twin Cities. I have talked about them so much. I absolutely love their mission. I have, in fact, a package of their vegan chocolate chip cookie mix waiting for me to make after I finish recording this. I am so excited about it. I just genuinely love their products. I love their mission. I love the people who work there, and I think you will love them too. When you go to coconutwisk.com to order all of your favorite products, use my coupon code FeedThatNation at checkout, and you will get 15% off your order. I will receive a small commission. Everybody wins. Go check out Coconut Whisk. So if you're watching me on YouTube, you'll see that I'm not in my usual spot, and I feel like me not being in my usual spot is a good sort of Preminger, if that's the right word, of things to come in this episode, because I'm talking in this episode about how to sort of keep your sanity, keep your life under control when you are busy. And I'm talking about how to manage busy days as a college student without going crazy, essentially. And this is something that in recent weeks, I feel like I've been maybe not excelling at, but I finally am starting to get my system down. Because if you watch my vlogs, you'll know that I'm interning right now as a clinical dietetic intern. I'm learning how to become a dietitian. I'm in a hospital 40 or more hours a week, rounding on patients, writing charts, doing readings, doing weird things like Googling the appropriate serving size for L-arginine. Like, that's a thing I did today. But all of that being said, I am just, I am busy. And this is the kind of busy that... I feel like in order to keep my mental health and keep my self-care under control, I have to do some management and I have to get a system down. And I want to talk about finding your best system for managing your life on busy days because I feel like this is something that college students experience a lot where you coast along, you're reasonably busy, and then you get busier and busier and busier and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed you're feeling in over your head, you don't have time for yourself, you don't feel good, and you're just miserable. And that all leads to burnout, which is something we want to avoid as college students because burnout sucks. I've done lots of videos on burnout before. I will link them below and in the show notes of this episode. But let's first talk about busyness because I just did an episode not long ago talking about productivity, toxic productivity and hustle culture and how there's this pressure to go, 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 go all the time. I don't think it's necessary for college students to go, 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 go all the time. But I will say that I feel like our activity level and our productivity level and our 
scheduling kind of ebbs and flows as college students. In my experience, I'll have a week or a few days where I've got nothing going on, and then I'll have a week or a few days where I'm just constantly on the run, meeting to meeting to class to phone call to meeting to work and all of that. And I'd say that's pretty normal in most cases. But today I'm talking about, I guess, the busy days that you're able to plan ahead for and how to plan ahead for those busy days. Honestly, my number one tip for managing busy days is to know when they are coming, to keep on top of your schedule so that you don't get caught off guard, or in the absence of that, you get caught off guard with how busy you are as little as possible. And the way I do this is I use Google Calendar. You can use whatever scheduling system works best for you, but the keywords are there, it has to work for you. I find that if I don't put things into my Google Calendar, I will not remember them, I will not do them, I will get angry emails from people that I was supposed to meet with, or I will not go to work on time, or it's not a good time for me. So my Google Calendar, everything goes in there, everything from phone calls to when I work. I even, even though I know I'm going to be (laughs) at my internship every single day, my internship still goes into my calendar every single day. And that way I can see a week or a month or more at a time what my schedule is looking like. And I can see, okay, most days I don't have a lot going on during the week except for my internship. Weekends are a little bit busier because that's when I actually have time to do things like get my hair cut or run errands or meet up with friends. But then some weekdays also will get a little hectic if I have to schedule something or if I have a phone call or a meeting for, for my cohort or for just other things. And I see all of that on my calendar and I'm able to think, okay, my Thursday is going to be pretty busy this week, so I need to plan ahead. And even before you actually get to the planning ahead, I feel like there's this other critical step or maybe a couple of steps in there where you don't wanna overload an already busy day and make it worse. You wanna go easy on yourself. You don't wanna make your life any harder than it needs to be. And one really simple way to do that is to remember to plan transition time into your schedule. For me, I'm at my internship approximately between 7.30 and 3.30 every day, plus driving time. And that's one of the things that I would call transition time. The time it takes me to walk out my door to my car, drive to work, park, walk from where I've parked into work. That's transition time. Other transition time might be for you, you're going from class to class and maybe your classes are only a few buildings apart or they might even be in the same hallway or the same building, but you need that transition time to go from class to class. I also personally take advantage of making sure I have mental transition time because I, as somebody with ADHD, do better when I have a little bit of time for my brain to wrap around the idea of switching tasks. So if I have a meeting at three, I'm probably not gonna schedule a meeting for immediately after that three o'clock meeting. I'm gonna give myself a little bit of leeway. So maybe if I have a three o'clock meeting that goes from three to four, I'm not gonna schedule anything else until at least 4.30 or five. And that gives me time to sort of debrief myself, unwind from that three o'clock call, check my phone, check my email, get a snack if I need it, kind of resituate myself and then get ready for what's next. And if you are somebody who really needs this time, and even if you don't think you need this time, I would plan ahead and make sure that gets in there anyway. Now, when it comes to actually thinking about how am I going to get ready for this busy day so that I can tackle it head on and be successful and happy with the way that day turns out, the first thing I think about is, okay, I have a busy day. When am I gonna eat? Am I gonna get to work out? And if so, when am I going to do that? 
and not only the when I am going to eat, but even getting into the what and the where. Because at my internship, I actually get free lunch with my internship, which is amazing. So that's one meal already taken care of for me, but I still have to think about what am I gonna have for breakfast? Where am I going to eat breakfast? Am I gonna eat breakfast at work? Am I gonna eat breakfast at home? Thinking about snacks, am I gonna need an afternoon snack? What am I gonna do for dinner? Are, is my husband gonna make dinner? Are we gonna make dinner together? Are we gonna order out or pick something up? And really thinking ahead about that, and for me personally, I know that if I don't have a good food plan, I'm gonna end up hungry, I'm gonna have a headache, it's not gonna be a good time, and nobody wants that, least of all me, but nobody else I'm gonna be spending time with wants Natalie to have a headache and be hungry and miserable. So planning ahead for meals is really important for me. Movement is also something important. Personally, right now in my life, I don't have the spoons, the emotional energy, you might say, I will leave information about spoons down below if you've never heard that expression before, but I don't have the spoons to work out as often as I did before my internship. But I still like to get to the gym at least once or twice a week because I like the gym. I like getting sweaty. I like moving. I like being there. It's something I enjoy and it feels good for my body and for my mind. And so thinking ahead, if Thursday is the busiest day of my week, I'm probably not going to go to the gym that day. But if I want to get to the gym some point later this week, I have to think, am I going to go Wednesday? When on Wednesday am I going to go? Am I going to go on Friday? When on Friday am I going to go? And even honestly, if I don't stick to that plan that I make when I'm planning ahead for Thursday, just being able to think about it and think it all out logistically is really important. Another thing that is really critical for planning ahead for busy days is doing your homework. And yes, I mean that literally as in get your schoolwork done ahead of time. But also, if you're going to a new place, look up how to get there on Google Maps. If this is a doctor's appointment at an office that you've never been to before, go ahead and do a little extra research. Is there parking near the place that you're going to? Are you going to have to pay for parking? If you're taking the bus, where is the bus stop? And how do you get from the bus stop to the doctor's office? Is the doctor's office on the main floor, on the third floor? Is there paperwork you want to fill out ahead of time? Are you going to need your insurance? Are you going to need other forms of ID when you go? This is all really important to actually think about ahead of time because let's say that you know approximately where your doctor's office is and you think it'll take 10 minutes to get there, but you find out that they actually only have street parking or paid parking and they have a whole bunch of forms that you have to fill out and they're on the third floor. So if you don't plan ahead, leave enough transition time and also fill out the forms ahead of time and make sure to scout out where to park ahead of time, you could be late for that appointment or even miss it entirely. All right, so we've done a lot of the sort of like planning ahead and thinking about planning ahead for the busy day. The next step is probably one of the hardest. Sleep. If you have to get up at seven in the morning, you'll need to go to bed early enough to get enough sleep the night before. And this can be really hard. I know personally, I have to kind of get into a routine with, with sleep. And thankfully, because I've been getting up and going to bed at the same time approximately for the last few weeks, I've gotten into a really good routine where I start to wind down at the same time every evening. I wake up at the same time every morning. And you need to plan ahead for that. And this kind of, again, goes back to like staying on top of your schedule. If you have to be somewhere, as in show up somewhere at seven in the morning, you probably don't want to plan for anything that's super late at night the night before because you want to get enough sleep. You want to have enough transition time to get that sleep. 
because transition time at the end of the day is important too. For me on busy days, it's really important for me to know that I have the time to give my brain a rest and kind of take a break. And transition time is built in to give you that. But the key with that is you actually have to use that time. When you're on, you're on. And when you're off, you're off. So if you're going to class, you're going to be focused in class, you're present. When you're done with class, you have a 30-minute kind of transition time before you have a meeting with a professor. So you're going to be off. And that can be really hard to do sometimes, but it really makes a difference. You know, even if you feel like, oh, like it's not worth actually taking a break because I'm not going to have enough time to do whatever. That's just an excuse. Don't let yourself make that excuse. Again, when you are on, be on, but take advantage of that transition time or that downtime to be off. Something that really helped me in undergrad and even now that I'm almost done with graduate school is when I know that I have a busy day or a busy week and I'm going to be out of the house, going places, doing things, and sort of running all around it's really important for me to have kind of a home base. And when I was an undergrad, that was a place on my college. There was a really nice quiet spot in the fitness center with chairs and like a table. And that would kind of be my home base most busy days when I'd be on campus doing things all or most of the day is between classes or between meetings, I would go to that spot in the fitness center and just kind of get settled. You know, I bring my lunch and eat my lunch there, or I would make sure to get homework done or answer emails there or do whatever and take advantage of that downtime in a comfortable spot that I enjoy. And you know, now that I'm at my internship, I'm kind of finding my little hidey holes and my little spots to be my home base at my internship, you know. And it doesn't even have to be, and this is going to sound kind of funny, but it doesn't have to be even an entire physical location. It can even be something as simple as having just like a caddy at your desk that has snacks and a phone charger and a water bottle and extra pens. And that little caddy can be part of your home base. You know, a place that you can always return to to recharge literally with the phone charger, grab a snack, take a break, hydrate. For some of you, this might be your car or this might be, you know, a pouch in your backpack. It might be your lunchbox, but whatever it is, Make sure to kind of have that familiarity, that comfortable spot to help you wind down and be good. I don't know. There's not a better way to say it. Just find your home base. Something that I actually spend quite a bit of time thinking about when I'm planning ahead for a busy day or a busy week is what am I going to wear? And that's a very stereotypically feminine thing. But let me tell you why I think everyone, regardless of gender, should actually take some time to consider this. If you have to go to class in the morning, you have a meeting with a professor, you have to go to work, and then you want to work out, that's four different places with four kind of potential dress codes or appropriate levels of attire that you have to consider. And likely, you're probably not going to bring four different outfits with you during the day. So it's kind of about, one, thinking about what can you wear out the door that day so that you can have everything you need and be dressed the way you need to be dressed with as few costume changes as possible. And then again, thinking practically, if you have to go to class and then meet with a professor and walk a mile to get there, even though you might wanna wear cute shoes to work, you need to wear functional walking shoes so that you can walk from place to place. 
And so a lot of times, if I'm thinking about a busy day, I am number one thinking about comfort. If I'm gonna be out of the house most of the day, moving around, sitting in the car, sitting in meetings, in class, whatever, I wanna be comfortable. I don't wanna be constantly tugging at things and hitching things up and you know readjusting because something doesn't fit right. I wanna be comfortable. But I also wanna look appropriate for each of my situations. Obviously, I could wear sweatpants to class. I could wear sweatpants to work out. I couldn't necessarily wear sweatpants to my job. And depending on your relationship with your professor, you probably wouldn't be able to wear sweatpants to a meeting with a professor, depending again on the situation, as opposed to something like leggings. Leggings, for me, I could wear leggings with a sweater or an oversized top or a dress over them and be appropriate for school, for work, for a meeting with a professor, and then all I would need to do to be ready to work out would be to switch my top or maybe switch into a sports bra. It's kind of thinking, like, this is something that honestly, like, you don't think about it until you wear the wrong thing out and all of a sudden you've got blisters on your feet from walking around in those cute shoes because you wanted to wear them to work, but you didn't take into account the fact that you'd have to walk two miles to get across campus and back. And nobody wants blisters. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Big sister Natalie telling you, plan ahead, plan your clothes, plan your outfit. My final piece of advice, and this sort of comes in two parts. When it comes to being busy in college, again, I did a whole episode about, you know, toxic productivity and hustle culture. And we know that to some extent, having a busy day is unavoidable. That being said, don't make your day or your week harder than it needs to be. If you don't have to do something the hard way or the long way, Don't do it the hard way or the long way when you're having a busy day or a busy week already. If you don't have the emotional energy to cook a super healthy, super whatever meal after you get home from a really busy day, it's okay to order that takeout. It's okay to have that pizza. It's okay to have like cereal and milk for dinner. Like don't make your day harder or more emotionally taxing than it needs to be. Be kind to yourself in that way. But then also make sure that there is an end in sight. If your schedule is just constantly go, 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 go all the time and you're constantly just underprepared and overwhelmed, you're not going to be happy. And that is a recipe for burnout. And I like to say like there's a difference between being busy and active and being overwhelmed and miserable. And so like for me, knowing how busy I'm going to be the next several weeks with my internship, I'm doing my best not to make my life any harder than it needs to be right now, but also I know that there's an end in sight. This internship is only 10 weeks long, and then I know I'm gonna have some pause time between finishing up, graduating, job hunting, and starting my next adventure. I know that there's an end in sight for me, so even though I'm busier than I want to be right now, it's gonna be okay. But a lot of times people end up packing their schedules full, saying yes, saying yes, saying yes, and ending up constantly busy to the point where they don't feel happy and fulfilled, they don't have rest time, they don't build in transition time, they're not planning ahead, they're not eating the way that they want to be eating or need to be eating to feel good, they're not getting the movement that they need, they're not sleeping enough, and all that is just a recipe for burnout. I know I keep saying that, but it's true, and I want you to take care of yourself. Again, this is big sister Natalie telling you, I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to do everything you can to be happy and healthy and confident and successful, even on busy days. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts below, your best tips for managing your time on busy days, 
for handling your busy days, for staying on top of your schedule on busy days. I would love to hear your best tips for that. I think crowdsourcing solutions is what college students do best. So please comment below. Let's get this conversation going. Don't forget to go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Go check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. I post episodes of my podcast on Wednesdays. I post YouTube videos or blogs on Saturdays. I hope you have a fantastic week. Take care of yourself. You are my nation. I care about you quite a bit. My name is Natalie Nation, and I'll see you soon.